0: Welcome the elections commission meeting of January 18, 2024 is now in session. The commission welcomes you to its meeting. The board allows in person and remote observation and participation by members of the public at this meeting. The County of Alameda recognizes the important and valuable role of public participation in government be reminded that disruptive conduct that renders orderly conduct of the meeting unfeasible will not be tolerated this includes disruptive conduct that may occur through public comment the clerk will order the removal of the individuals who are woefully disrupt disrupting the meeting so that the meeting may continue in an orderly manner. For those attending the meeting in person would, would like to speak to an item on the agenda, please submit a speaker card to the clerk. So your name can be called to speak at the appropriate place on the agenda. Those attending online, please raise your hand to speak when, and when the clerk calls for public comment, Public comment will generally alternate uh, excuse me between in-person and online speakers as determined by the clerk and subject to overall time limits. You will have two minutes to speak. Please limit your remarks to the time allocated. Thank you. And now we'll call roll. Uh, commissioner Ramon, Alexander Ramone here. Commissioner Avni Desai is excused. Commissioner Karen butter. Here. Commissioner Jim Lindsay here. Commissioner Stephanie singer here. Commissioner Susan Henderson Here, Commissioner Zabre Valentine Not here, and Anna Brown.
1: Here. Okay.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: I have a request. If the members, the, the people from the ROV could uh, identify themselves, that would be lovely.
0: Hello. Oh, go ahead, Lolita. i oh, go ahead and turn on your mic, please.
2: Water, Lolita
0: francisco Water Services Manager.
3: Tim Dupuy, Registrar Voters.
0: I'm Charles Smithline, I'll be your Clerk for today.
4: Alice Lou, um Clerk today, too. Clerk for today's meeting. Clerk. Um, Alice Liu.
5: Yes, Alice, A-L-I-C-E,
6: last name L-I-U.
3: And Duana is behind us.
0: Next item on the agenda. Uh, Does the commission accept the minutes from the last meeting? Go ahead. I do have a correction.
7: Um, on the second page, item C, where the president, um, they're talking about, you know, the, the vote for president and vice president. It's a little bit confusing. Um,
0: can I, excuse me, can you bring the mic closer to your mouth, please? Thank you. Um, should I repeat? Okay. Um,
7: in section C, uh, which is in regard to uh, electing a commission president and vice president is a little confusing and left out a little bit of information. Um, the third from the last paragraph says, um, the motion was made by James Lindsay to vote on the first motion and nominate Pamela Ferran as vice president, who requested that the substitute motion be withdrawn. Ms. friend declined to withdraw the substitute motion. So we should say what happened with that substitute motion because it's not in there. Uh, which is I failed my by memory, it was two to six, but I'm not hundred percent sure of that. Uh, maybe other people remember. Um, so maybe since we're not sure about the actual, maybe we just say the motion failed. So, so, so it wasn't clear in here that there that there was a vote on the substitute motion and that it failed. Does that make sense?
0: That makes
1: sense. Okay. Do we need a motion to accept the minutes as corrected? I move that we accept the minutes as corrected by commissioner Lindsay. I second.
0: All right, the motion to correct the minutes on item. Excuse me, item C. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a
8: motion to accept the minutes as corrected on the record on item B of C. I have B.
7: It it was C.
8: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah on item C of the minutes of the previous meeting oh.
0: uh voted by or excuse me we'll do a roll call vote so okay so Okay, Commissioner Zabre Valentine. Uh, aye. Go ahead. Aye. Commissioner Singer. Aye. Commissioner Lindsay. Aye. Commissioner Butter.
4: Aye.
0: Commissioner Ramon. Aye. Commissioner Henderson.
2: Abstain. I was out. Mm -hmm.
0: The motion passes. Five to one. Excuse me. Five yeses and one abstain. All right, we'll move on to public comments. Uh, On the agenda items, Uh, Pedro Hernandez. Give me one second. So go ahead and press the button on the right to speak. And please state your name.
9: Hi, my name is Pedro Hernandez, I'm the legal and policy director at California Common Cause. Um, yeah, thank you, starting the clock. Uh, so. Uh, I was at your last meeting, it seems like we're off to a little bit of a uh, slow start. So we, you know, we're an organization that helped support the establishment of this commission. And one of our interests has been making sure that uh, the commission is attentive to the needs of all voters, um, voters with disabilities, um, especially also um, voters whose language is uh, English is not their primary language. Um, there's a lot of language needs in the county it's a very diverse county and I feel like the commission has a real opportunity to help support the ROV in a direction where we would be able to see uh, uh, be able to meet more voters where they are be able to improve the quality of the services and help prioritize with with you know in partnership with ROV. California Common Cause is a resource uh, you know will be involved and uh really excited to see new members is here here as well welcome um i think oh, we, you know welcome your i am appreciative of your time and your service so thank you everyone for being here i think uh you know we're off to a little bit of a start but that's okay and I'm really excited to see what the election commission is able to accomplish one of the things that we have here on the agenda is uh, item four and a report back from the subcommittee on impacted communities and potential the appointment of at-large, 4 at-large uh, commissioners. And I really hope that you are, were able to find uh, applicants, applicants who reflect, you know, what we consider to be also impacted communities those whose language is not, the English is not their primary language. Uh, thank you so much. I have 10 seconds left.
0: Thank you. Now to our online. um, Yes. Go ahead and Jackie Coda, please introduce yourself.
10: Hi, uh, Jackie Coda from Pleasanton. I would like to speak about uh, the agenda item about the impacted communities and a couple other things. Uh, Number one, uh, the impacted communities. We're quite concerned as a community, especially with election integrity, that the commission is being stacked with a lot of leftist organizations and there's no representation of moderate, um, actual representation or organizations. And so I just wanna say that the Republican party is highly impacted, especially in this community and across the nation by all of the lies that are being told by the Republican party. And not only that, but uh, all of the, uh, the lawfare that's been going on that and not only that, but also the state of California has just recently sent out information to NPPs across the state and giving them an option to choose a ballot. Republican Party and the inf- instructions about actually voting in the Republican primary were completely ignored. So when we talk about impacted communities, that's huge. Uh, number two. The two, as far as disability and language, there are already two boards that are addressing those items. So the commission need not focus on that. What needs to be focused on are the violations of election code that have been taking place within the ROV. Specifically the uh, election observers who want to actually observe the programming of the machines that we are have the right to do that according to 15004. And we've heard nothing back from the ROV telling us when that's going to take place. And we want to be there and we have the right to observe. So there are a lot of other things as far as impacted communities. The election integrity team is highly impacted because the community is impacted by the violations of the election code. And we'd like for you to actually look at the people who've applied.
0: All right, our next speaker. Go ahead, John. Uh, please introduce yourself and what item you're speaking on.
11: John Guerrero, Fremont, item uh, E, the uh, president and the vice president uh, to be elected. Um, and it's uh, it's unfortunate that they had to resign. I do know that the. Uh, Vice President uh, anticipated some some conflict of interest and and stepped down. however, the president uh we identified her as being uh one of the signatories to uh to the measure B and she should not have done that. Measure B is uh, quite important uh, certainly to and it also it uh, uh, Is quite important for the people of Alameda County because they have a right today with the certain with the Charter uh, to be able to recall unelected officials uh, such as Mr. Dupuy. Uh, and uh, it's important that they be unbiased. And certainly the president uh, endorsing that uh, particular measure was was certain showing a a bias. And uh, I'm not sure exactly why she stepped down, but they, I'm sure that that uh, uh, we would have uh, uh, liked her to step down due to just that. So it is important that because with this election coming up, that measure B, be fairly and transparently, and that's important, transparently run by the public. And this commission really should focus on that when they elect their president and their vice president should lead that and make sure that the people will be comfortable with the outcome of that election, especially measure B, because measure B will be taking away. A right that's been in place since the 1920s of the people of Alameda County to do, to be able to recall their appointed officials. And it's, uh, one of these appointed officials is actually overseeing this election. So it's imperative that it be squeaky clean.
0: Thank you. All right. Judy, um, please introduce yourself and what item you'd like to speak on.
12: Um, My name is Judy Belcher. I believe I'm speaking on uh, number C, is that correct?
1: At any rate, my name is Judy Belcher. Um, Judy, I believe you're speaking on uh, item F, which is report from the Subcommittee on Impacted Communities. Okay, thank you.
0: Go ahead, Judy.
12: Um, I'm going to be oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I thought I had to wait. (laughs) Okay. well, um, I'm a candidate for the position of uh, Elections Commission. I'd like to share a little of my experience and perspective as an Oakland native and a member of an impacted community of seniors. Uh, Some of my volunteer work uh, in the past has included working in and for impacted communities. I revamped and implemented a breakfast program between the residents of a SRO Oaks Hotel in downtown Oakland with the members of my church. During this program, three residents died and we collaborated creating a memorial services allowing for our shared grief. As a volunteer for many years with the Ella Baker Center for Human Rights, my work with members of the community was primarily support and advocacy. Their mission is to shift resources away from prisons and punishment towards opportunities that make communities safe and to end mass incarceration and mass criminalization in the uh, United States, mobilizing current and formerly incarcerated people in Black and brown communities. As a ranked-choice voting activist to bring electoral change in the county of Alameda, one of my primary reasons of supporting it is the electoral system, allowing candidates from diverse communities to have a chance to win because they have broad support in the community as opposed to the candidate winning with the most money recently i supported the creation of this elections commission
1: by could we could we give her 30 more seconds please because of the confusion at the beginning
0: Uh, Judy, can you please uh, raise your hand? I found you. Here you go. Go ahead and uh, speak. Yeah, the commission allows 30 more seconds.
12: Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I was speaking really fast. Um, uh, Let's see. I organized myself. uh, Recently, I supported the creation of this elections commission. I organized myself and others to speak and write letters to the board of supervisor in favor as a senior, I am tuned to the needs of seniors, and especially. Sorry, seniors.
0: Judy. Can I uh, let me set up my timer really quick? <laughs> okay. My apologies.
12: Have you been able to hear me? Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay.
12: Right, go ahead. Okay, great. Um, as a senior, I am tuned to the needs of seniors, especially seniors with limited language school skills, language skills. As an English tutor for refugees, I understand their difficulties. Uh, Supervisor Nate Miley has emphasized a need for more voter education, and I support increased funding for education, increased uh, education in many of these communities. As a poll worker and a poll watcher, I have...
5: do this, is it possible to address speakers just to say thank you? And you know, that was probably pretty frustrating. <laughs> Are we allowed uh, to be human here? Uh, just because I, I, if can she hear us? I don't yeah? know. I don't know. If she can. Um, <laughs> Judy, if you're out there and you can hear us. Thank you. And we got that you, we appreciate your comments and uh, while I'm sure that was frustrating, it's clear that you've made a lot of significant contributions and we appreciate you sharing them with us.
0: All right, Um, Lila Hensler, can you please come up to the podium? Go ahead and uh, press the button on the right Hi, and I'll give you two minutes and speak on what item you'd like to speak on.
13: Um, Hi, I'm here today because I uh, had an interview last week with Commissioner Singer about my appointment to this commission. Um, For more context, I am 17 years old and I'm a senior at Albany High School. I have worked in civic organizing since I was 13 years old. I have organized with an organization called Rhizome, which nationally seeks to engage youth uh, in their community and in civic engagement in general, and have helped organize several voter drives in schools across Alameda County by guiding younger students to do so and I've organized some at my own high school in partnership with Friends and League of Women Voters Club. But aside from that, I've also worked at Stanford Law School's International Human Rights Center, uh, preparing legal briefs and helping to conduct research on human rights issues around the world. Uh, In addition, I have participated in political engagement at a number of levels, including at the national one, serving as the government engagement coordinator for the Uyghur American Association, uh, where I organized uh, multiple rounds of Senate lobbying in support of bills uh, that would help prevent uh, the U.S.'s continued involvement and or uh, financial backing of the Uyghur genocide in China by purchasing products made with forced labor. Um, I'm really passionate about youth engagement in politics. I believe that all of us, uh, no matter how old we are, deserve to have a say in our community. But at my own school, I have seen um, you know, a significant amount of apathy from students on the issue of voting. And I believe that as a young person, I could significantly help vote boost youth voter engagement as a member of this commission, uh, through the involvement of things such as uh, providing more information to students on how to organize uh, voter registration drives and getting out to vote at their school through engagement with organizations that I'm connected to like Rhizome and through discovering more. uh, I believe that there are a number of ways with which we could engage youth in our community in Alameda County uh, to participate in elections. Thank you.
8: Thank you.
0: online speaker mindy please uh introduce yourself and uh what item you'd like to speak on
14: hi my name is mindy pechenuk i'm in oakland and i'm also a candidate for state assembly 18 and i'm speaking on item 11 i'm not 11 sorry e and f Mm -hmm. and as um jackie coda and john guerrero Uh, Stated a lot of what I totally 100% agree with. I'm not going to go over that same material. But what I want to ask is a couple of questions that need to be addressed because I want to make sure who's elected president and vice president does not have any prejudices about ranked choice voting as previously others have had. Also, I want to make sure that, you know, as Jackie referenced, impacted people. Well, I'm a Republican and I'm a senior citizen. And as an election observer, my rights were violated many times. And I hope the commission can address this uh, directly in their work very speedily, in fact. And I want to there was a motion brought up by Commissioner Singer, I believe. And I didn't see this on the agenda, that data that needs to be published from the machines, like in San Francisco, and the conflict with Tim Dupuy, being both the ROV and the IT guy, uh, I was I would I want to know why those were not put on the agenda, and also why the Zoom link for this info was not published on the Board of Supervisors page, which it needs to be. Uh, and so this is my concerns because elections are sacred. It does actually concern the future of our whole country and our whole society. So those are my questions that I'm looking for answers to and my concerns. Thank you.
7: Uh, On the issue of the Zoom leak, I'd like staff to I'd like to refer that to staff and have staff fix that problem. Is that doable? says We can refer stuff to staff, but we can't discuss items. Yeah.
3: We continue to work with the uh, clerk of the board to uh, publish this meeting and we'll continue to follow up with them uh, to ensure that we're doing it properly.
1: I would add that um, for people wanting to come to this physical location, uh, as of yesterday, uh, the location of the meeting was not listed on the website and when it. Does get lift, listed, it would be great if it could include um, a little bit of help for people finding it because it is quite uh, confusing with the law library signage.
0: All right, on, online speaker Gerald, please unmute yourself. And speak on introduce yourself and speak on what item you'd like to speak.
15: Yes, can I be heard? Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, this is Gerald Petchenuk, and I'm in Oakland. And I was one of the late entries into the Board of Supervisors race for District Five, which is the district of the uh, gentleman Keith Carson, Supervisor Carson who did uh, propose the existence of this election commission. So I hope to uh, fulfill uh, that mandate and uh, that uh, uh, important initiative of Keith Carson. Um, My concerns are that as we went in the first meeting, it looked like, from what people said, they were all supporters of ranked choice voting. And a gentleman named Stephen Hill called in, who is one of the big biggest advocates of ranked choice voting, uh, was, said, claimed that he helped write the ordinance itself. So I find that very troubling. Stephen Hill today on Twitter says ranked choice voting uh, This will be a big breakout year for it because it's opposed by MAGA Republicans, so very prejudiced, whereas a guy who's not a Republican, Stephen Tavares, who's probably the most well-informed person on politics in the East Bay, writes East Bay Insider, said today on Twitter, ranked choice voting does nothing that its supporters says it does. There's no evidence that it gives minority groups a greater chance, avoids negative campaigning, or saves much money. Yet you'll hear them regurgitate these ideas. All right,
0: public comment has ended. We move on to item D, uh, swearing in. There no yeah, there are no further speakers. Um, we, we move to item D, swearing in of commission uh, members and public. Does everyone have a copy of the oath? Yes? Okay. So I'll read the entire, I'll read the entire thing. Just repeat after me. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the constitution of the United States and the constitution of the state of California against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear truth, true faith. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah you guys have i I'm sorry oh, okay okay we'll do it one line at a time
1: um, I think uh, people who are comfortable standing for this should stand for the oath
7: okay. we're supposed to say our names I and
0: the name All right, we'll do one line at a time. Repeat after me. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California. I, I do solemnly so swear or, swear or, 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 paper or paper to defend the, the Constitution, 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 Constitution,
2: Constitution of the United States. States. In and the Constitution Constitution of the State of California.
0: Against all enemies, foreign and domestic.
2: Against all enemies, foreign and domestic.
0: That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California. That I bear true faith
4: and allegiance to the
16: Constitution of the United States and the Constitution, and the Constitution of the State of California
0: that I take this obligation freely, that I take take this this obligation freely, without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental mental reservation reservation
16: or purpose of evasion.
0: And that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties upon which I am about to enter. And then
16: I will well and
0: faithfully, faithfully discharge, discharge the duties upon TVs which I'm about to enter. Thank you. Now we move to item E elect the president and vice president of elections commission. What
4: do we do with the form?
3: let just put it away.
4: It's just
5: so we could read it. All right. I'm just going (laughs) to talk. Yeah, thank you very much, Stephanie. Um, So I think everyone knows we get to elect a a chair and vice chair again, or a president and vice president again. Uh, Is there anyone who... uh, Just, okay, so I'm not gonna be silly about this. I'm, I am uh, uh, willing to do, should I have this one? All right. Okay. I like sharing with Stephanie. Um, (laughs) To put my name forward, if that's helpful. And I also will happily support anyone else. So uh, is there anyone else who's interested?
4: Um, I'd like to nominate Jim Lindsay. Jim has served on a number of commissions. Um, he's also served on school boards and has uh, quite a bit of experience. So I think he would be good um, in this position. As I was, it president, president of the commission. Excellent. Is anyone else interested in?
5: Would anyone else be prepared to be nominated?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> just
16: as a point of order, are you? Is this for both, for one, or for either?
5: uh it, i think it's a conversation we're discussing,
16: we're discussing the president position right now no one's mentioned uh the vice president position
5: yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's fine president. yeah that yes would is that was that a motion would you like to
16: frame uh, I, that as a motion yes I'll, I'll frame it as a motion i move uh to uh, uh to elect zabri valentine as a president
5: of our commission
4: uh
5: do we want to, um, I can take a vote on that and then if someone else would like to make another motion or I shouldn't be taking, I shouldn't be calling a vote at all actually, but I'm just what there were two names that were brought forward. So
7: um. it, it, it's helpful to have, to have a motion so that you have something to discuss. So um, I'll second the motion mm-hmm. um, just so that we are official and we can discuss the motion. Great. Perfect. Um yeah, I am willing to serve, have done a lot of times. This is a getting a commission started uh, and one that's sort of breaking new ground uh, is a tricky business.
17: Yeah, uh, right. You know, it
7: absolutely is. Uh, but I would be happy to serve as president and vice president or as president and me as vice president. I think either one would work. Um, but I w- I'm, I'm happy to serve if commissioners want me to do that.
16: Uh, Yeah, uh, so I think we have a wealth of experience on the commission right now. I think either one of you could serve in either positions. Uh, Right now, my main concern is moving this commission forward to start doing productive business. Uh, I think we've been held up on a lot of procedure. uh, And I appreciate the public comments. It's told me uh, that uh, they want to see some real change. and They want to see us do our work. So I'd like to see us take a vote as soon as possible.
5: Is it possible to withdraw a motion to replace it with a new motion? Is that an option? Uh, that's always legitimate. Okay. Uh, I'm happy to withdraw my last motion if that
16: will uh, help expedite this. So I, I, I'll withdraw it. Thank you.
1: I move that we ask that we uh, elect, or I move that Jim Lindsay become the president and Zabri yeah. Valentine become the vice president of this commission. I second. Who calls a vote? Does this
5: gentleman call a vote? Yeah. Is there any
16: discussion? I don't, I don't have any discussion. I think we're all, yeah, I think we know what to do. So please, uh, if we yeah. could
0: move forward. Uh, the motion for President Jim Lindsay, brought to you by uh, Commissioner Singer. Um, the,
1: the motion is for Jim Lindsay as president yeah. and Zabray Valentine as oh.
0: vice president. Excuse me. The motion to have Jim Lindsay as president and Zabre Valentine as vice president, brought to by Commissioner Singer, seconded by uh, Commissioner Ramon. And we'll call to vote. Go ahead, Um, Commissioner Valentine. Aye. Commissioner Singer? Aye. Commissioner Lindsay? Aye. Commissioner Butter? Aye. Commissioner Ramon? Aye. C- Commissioner Henderson?
2: Aye. And thank you for standing up.
0: All right. The motion passes. I, the vote is unanimous. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, thank you. We're looking forward to working
7: with you. And looking forward to serving
5: it under you.
4: <laughs> and I want to thank both candidates for uh, running for office. We've got a big job to do, and I think they're both up to it.
7: Um, and I okay. fully agree it'll be really nice when we can actually get some stuff done. Um, we're limited tonight because we can only do what's on the agenda, but hopefully moving forward, we can, we can actually start to do things. Um, so the next item on the agenda is report from the subcommittee on impacted communities. So that was, um, commissioner Ramon and commissioner singer, right? So can one of you, um, start us off?
16: Uh, Sure. So uh, our subcommittee was specifically tasked with um, uh, finding uh, four people to fill the four at large seats uh, that are currently open on the commission, seeking uh, people that are members of those impacted communities. um, That was uh, discussed extensively in the last meeting and was also discussed uh, during public comment uh, earlier today. Uh, Stephanie Singer and I took advantage of the time that we had between this last meeting and this meeting, Um, to review uh, the prior applicants who who were not appointed in the first round to be members of this uh, commission to find candidates that we thought would fit the bill. Uh, There were three that stuck out to us uh, so far, Uh, one of which is Benita Sao, T-S-A-O, Leela Hensler, uh, who uh, we all had the pleasure of hearing from earlier today, and Judy Belcher, who we also had the pleasure of hearing from earlier today. Uh, Amy Schrago from the Registrar of Voters Office, um, I believe has uh, printed out uh, the resumes uh, and the applications for each of these individuals, and we'll make it make them available to the members of this commission, uh, so that way we can we can do this.
1: I actually I, I'm not. Amy Schrago did say that she would do that, but I don't know that we have those in the room here, the the printout versions,
3: or yes. do we, Jim. Uh, Just a correction, Amy is not part of the Registrar of Voters. She's with Supervisor Carson's office.
16: Thank you very much for the correction. That was my misunderstanding. So if we don't have those uh, in the room today, then we'd like to get those out to you guys as soon as possible. Because We don't believe that, to Stephanie and I, when we had the discussion, don't believe that we necessarily had the power to go ahead and just nominate and select people. We felt like we needed to get the
7: approval of the larger commission. It's true that you need to get the approval of a larger commission, but we can do that tonight. It's, a, it's an agendized item. Okay, great. Um, and it would have been better um, if if we'd had the resumes, but we heard from Layla, we heard from Judy. Um, what is the first name of Ms. Benita, Sal? Benita Sal. Benita. Uh, so, yeah. so could you tell us about her, and then let's have discussion about people and move forward?
16: Yes, and so for me, I had the pleasure of speaking with Benita earlier today. Um, she is. Uh, uh, she has a, a unique past that I think is applicable to the immigrant community. Her parents are immigrants, uh, one from Taiwan, uh, the other one uh, Chinese uh, via Vietnam. Ended up in Canada. She was born in Canada, came to the United States, lived as an as a immigrant in the United States until about the age of 22. Then uh, she gained her citizenship uh, shortly after the 2000 presidential election. Uh, Since then, she's been involved in the community doing uh, a polling observation um, and has, uh, I think, a significant interest and experience uh, from her polling observations that would be helpful from a unique perspective that we don't necessarily already have on the commission. Uh, She sees both sides of, of the fence on this, one as an immigrant unable to vote in this country, and then becoming a citizen and gaining access to that right. Uh, and so she can see what she can see and know what that experience is for the immigrant
7: community and can help give them a voice. Thank you. So we have sort of three suggestions, nominations to be nominated. A little joke there, ha <laughs> um, So uh, Benita Leela Lila uh, Hensler, and Judy Belcher. Sorry, uh, I would like,
8: my yeah. apologies. I, I don't mean to interrupt the commission, yeah. but... The ordinance does require that members of your commission be registered voters, um, and I understand that might be an issue with one of them. Uh,
1: I believe Ms. Hensler is pre-registered okay. to vote, and I-
8: registered. Um, hmm. uh, the youth,
7: the young person. Um,
1: um, Ms. Hensler, if you'd like to tell us when you are likely to become a registered voter, that might be helpful.
13: Um, my birthday is March 15th, so I will be, I think, officially registered then. Um, but I am officially pre registered to vote, um, and I have all the documentation on that at my house. Um, But I can get that to you as as soon as I get home, if that would be helpful. Um, But that, yeah, that all goes into effect, I think, automatically on March 15th.
1: So, um, Jim, are you ready to, Commissioner Lindsay, are you ready to uh, entertain a motion?
7: Uh, let's, Let's separate the three folk and let's give people a chance to chime in, ask questions, say what they think and like that. This is pretty important. This is making nominations to the Board of Supervisors. So, and it's the main thing that's on our agenda. So I'd like to slow down just on this item a little bit, uh, because after this, basically we're done anyway. Um, So uh, we have a a very tricky case with, um, oh my gosh, I don't know where my notes went, um, with Ms. Hensler. So why don't we discuss, why don't we just let people be able to speak? Um, And I'm going to ask you all to say something. If that's okay, so including uh, Anna, you don't have a vote, but you're here because we want to hear from you and the city city clerks. Um, so people who raise their hand first, and then I'll perhaps put you on the spot and ask, do you have anything to say? So, anybody have any thoughts? We have the two. Stephanie, do you have anything you want to add about these folk?
1: Um. No, only that um, I would fully support all three of them on the commission in uh, in a legal way, as long as we're complying with the laws of the commission. And uh, um, I was very, I'm very impressed with all three of them.
7: Um, anybody else want to speak first, or yeah, go ahead.
2: Um, I just have a question. There's four vacancies. Yes. Is that correct? And we have three nominees. Yes. Um, I just want to say that. March fifteenth. That's two meetings away, um, so I don't. Anyway, I just want to make that comment. That it's two meetings away, and this is a long-term commission, so uh, you know, I know. Oh, when you say two meetings but... away,
7: you mean it's relatively soon, right? Oh, I see.
2: So I mean, not that it's not that we can do it tonight because no. it's it's clearly not registered, but two more months can't you know. We have the nominee, we have the interest. So that's what I wanted to say. She's in the hopper, basically.
4: And I I support that. And I think it would be wonderful to have a youth on the commission. That's our future.
6: I echo that. I think it's a relatively short time to wait for somebody who's as enthusiastic as this applicant and um, willing to serve.
5: I just I have a couple of questions that I will have for
0: all. Uh, please uh, use your mic, please. Thank you.
5: That I'll have for all three candidates. Um, the f- they obviously are, uh, have really impressive records of public service that's relevant to this role. So that's terrific. And it's, uh, we appreciate that. I'm curious to know, how the names came to the subcommittee? Were they people who had applied before? So any of that, I'll just ask two questions at once. Okay. And then I'll, and the other is, did you specifically look for, and and this, I don't need a lot of detail on this. I just would like to know that it was a part of your evaluation for a record of being able to work well with others in a collaborative way and also, um, uh, is there a um, evidence of just being able to keep an open mind to different points of view specifically?
16: So I can I can speak at least to Benita in our discussion. Absolutely, yes, on both fronts.
1: Um, those for the second question, that is not something that I addressed explicitly with either nominee. Um, and remind me of your first question. Uh, yeah, how so so um, we uh, we looked at all of the applicants that all of the applications that had come in in the first call for uh, applications to this commission, the ones that we all filled out. So it's that same pool. We also um, uh, did our best given the time constraint and the time of year to reach out to organizations that, uh, that are directly connected to impacted communities. Um, I personally felt that um, um, it was somewhat of an embarrassment to reach out without a stipend for service on the commission um, because many of these uh, impacted communities are communities of people for whom it's a burden to serve on a commission like this, uh, you know, without even getting their childcare paid or whatever it is that they need. Um, so, um, yeah. So, so we did attempt outreach in the limited time we had, um, and we, uh, Alex, we 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 did agree that. Will, will you say? I'm sorry. I I was ill yesterday, and everything in my brain is a fog. So Alex, if you would say what it is we agreed, I would appreciate it.
16: So, so we had agreed, uh, that we thought these candidates that we're, um, uh, nominating, putting forward in front of the commission would be the ones that we'd want to want to nominate leaving open, uh, one, uh, seat. So that way we could put out additional public feelers to see if there was anyone else to give the larger public an additional opportunity to go ahead and apply. Uh, because we thought it would be unfair. Um, if we just completely closed this process off to only people uh, that had applied in the past, but had but were not initially selected, we wanted to put out a larger uh, net, and so that's why we're presented with three today um, and not the full four. Um, uh, it's certainly for not lack
7: of quality of candidates that
16: applied. Uh, I can tell you that.
7: Um, so I think what perhaps you were getting at, Zobry. Commissioner Valentine, I'm not sure how formal we're going to be, but uh, was, do we think that the people that, that you're asking them, the people that, that they're nominated, will be good commissioners, right?
5: In those specific ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah. Um, and so, um, can you both confirm that you do believe they would be good commissioners?
1: I do believe that.
7: Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Um, so, Anna?
6: Maybe this was in materials, but how many applicants were there that were reviewed, and what sort of outreach is being done to get additional applicants?
16: So, and Stephanie, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there were about 40 total applications uh, thereabout that were reviewed. Um, and then the additional outreach that is to follow, um, it will be. Uh, through Amy Schrago and her offices, the Board of Supervisors, correct? <laughs> so, uh, and and we're going to use their their uh, uh, their platforms uh, with which to advertise this uh, additional spot.
1: Actually, the platforms that we discussed were platforms that are available to the registrar voters, the social media platforms. And one of the things we wanted to ask the commission is, uh, Whether we want to formally request that the registrar of voters do an outreach with their social media um, and and any other methods that are appropriate and available to them to advertise that a position on this commission is available.
7: So I'd like to suggest that we take the issue of next steps and separate that from so we don't get off on a tangent. So what we have right now is Benita Tsao and Judy Belcher under consideration. Um, Did that, but uh, was your question answered, Anna, to your satisfaction? OK. So my thoughts on this, um, the um, impacted communities that I was kind of looking at uh, were language uh, ESL community, uh, and that might be uh, handled through Ms. Tsao, um, uh, and then uh, seniors. And that would be uh, handled at least partially by Judy Belcher. A chunk of us are old anyway. But um, depending on how we you know, define seniors. I'm also um, a little bit concerned about the issue of having a moderate or conservative on this body. Um, as i'm not sure what the percentages are in alameda county (laughs) maybe you could help help us because you're the registrar Uh, but i think there's an awful lot of conservatives in the county and i don't know if there are any on this commission um do do you have any idea what the what the republican registration rate is off the top of your head i mean it doesn't have to be perfect
3: well off the top of my head it's certainly smaller than the democrat Um, (laughs) well I would have to take a look at our website. Yeah. We have those percentages out there. Uh, my guess would be twenty-five percent Republican or something like that. Then. If you give me a moment, I'll okay,
7: okay. Up. But that's a lot of people, right? And yeah, go ahead.
4: But I don't know that we know what the political persuasions of the people on I the know. commission are. So I, I think you know we're making the it's making some suppositions, but. Um, I, you know, we didn't have to declare what no. our party was when we
7: applied. So. It's true, it's true, um, yeah. Yeah, I also would
1: like to add that um, uh, the League of Women Voters, in my experience, has been a nonpartisan organization for a long, 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 long time. Um, ditto, Common Cause. Um, um, and And in my experience working with both organizations, they have been very fair. I think the characterization of them as liberal organizations is um, is possibly unfair and certainly unsubstantiated in my mind. So, uh, while Jim actually, uh, sorry, Commissioner Lindsay, I'm all for formality. Again, my brain is a fog today, Commissioner Lindsay, I I agree that it would be uh, it would be good to have. Um, Uh, representation from uh, voices that maybe we're not hearing on the Commission and that may include um, Republican voices
7: Um, or or, or conservative at any rate I'm just listing the 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 communities that I was looking at Um, and so um, youth being one of them and then um,
3: oh yes Uh, To to answer your question, 60%, 60 60.1% are Democrat, 11.3% Republican. Other parties represented American Independent are at 2.5. Green is at 0.6%. Libertarians at 0.7%. No party preference, 23.6. Peace and Freedoms at 0.5. And a category of other 0.6. Okay, thank you. Were you done?
1: Uh, no, I also wanted to add that an impacted, uh, a very important, highly impacted community is the community of people who um, have uh, been incarcerated okay. and who have done their time and who have the right to vote. Um, and that uh, that's a very important community.
7: I agree with that. It was on my other list, but not the one I was just pulling out of my head. So thank you very much for that.
1: Um, and and uh, Ms. Belcher's experience with the Ella Baker Center is relevant to that community.
7: Okay, great. Um, so the other the other community that I hadn't quite got to was the uh, black community and the leading organization is the NAACP. Um, and so uh, I think it would be pretty terrible if we didn't have somebody from the NAACP or representing the black community in some form uh, on this commission um, I have heard. I actually talked to. Um, I'm blanking on her name. I'm afraid, uh, but the uh, president of the NAACP of Oakland, and um, she recommended somebody who sounded who I spoke to and sounded really good. Uh, it would probably be inappropriate to nominate her tonight. And there's a possibility that um, Supervisor Carson, uh, not Carson, on uh, Miley. Uh, may nominate her, so which would be great. Um, so I love the fact that we have a fourth spot open um, for a situation like that, um, and uh, and and really appreciate your uh, uh, um, Commissioner Singer and, and uh, Commissioner Ramon's uh, foresight <laughs> on that and and to that degree. Um, so um, if there is no other discussion, we should. I believe the motion is on the floor. We should make have a motion be made. Um, if if there is no, is there any other discussion? Okay. Then um, does somebody want to make a motion regarding uh, Ms. Tsao and uh, Ms. Belcher? Yes. I, I move uh, to to Miss and Miss Belcher onto uh, the commission in the uh, in two of the four at-large seats. Um, just w- in terms of wording, we we're, we're nominating them. We're, yes, we're nominating them. Right. So the motion is to nominate uh, Benita Tsao and uh, Judy Belcher for membership on this commission. Is there a second?
5: I'll second that not that motion.
7: Okay. Is there any other discussion? Clerk, can we get a roll call vote, please? All
0: right. The vote to nominate Sal and Belcher um brought to you by ramon seconded by commissioner valentine um commissioner valentine
10: aye
0: commissioner singer
10: aye
0: commissioner lindsay president lindsay you, call last. you normally call the chair last so just skip over me and come back oh, okay. to me yeah. uh commissioner butter aye Commissioner Ramon? Aye. Commissioner Henderson? Aye. And President Lindsay, Uh, Aye. All right, the vote is unanimous.
7: Okay, so next, do we want to make a motion or just have a general understanding regarding uh, Ms. Hensler? Oh, sorry.
2: That's what I was going to ask.
7: Okay. I'm, well, maybe. why don't you speak to it?
2: Um, I was just going to say, can Miss um, Ensler, would you be Esler, Esler, right? Yes. Esler. Hence H, H-, H- oh, okay. Thank you. Um, would you be willing to come back to our March meeting when you, after you've turned 18? Like a squeak of
6: dialogue.
13: Yes, absolutely. I think that would just mean I would miss the February one. Um, And I would really appreciate that. So thank you so much.
2: I think you're welcome to come and observe again in February.
13: Absolutely. I can do that as well.
7: Other discussion on the question of Ms. Hensler? Yes.
1: Yeah, I um, I think it might make sense to ask the Board of Supervisors to, um, it, I mean, it, I don't know if there's a way that the Board of Supervisors can uh, somehow take an action that puts Ms. Hensler on the commission as soon as she is a registered voter. Um, it, so, um, interested to hear how, uh, what's the most aggressive thing we can do here.
8: So I don't know when the board could approve her nomination because we don't have the full board schedule for 2024. Um, just looking at the calendar board meetings are on Tuesday. So the 19th might be a board meeting, but again, it might not be.
4: But could we ask them? And then
8: your meeting—I'm sorry—your meeting would be what? When is the This is <laughs> today is the Thursday, third Thursday. So that would be the twenty-first. Yeah. So you. So it might not be till April.
7: But I think so, the the question though is is what can we do to comply with the rules, but have some clarity here and 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 get her seated as soon as possible. And it occurs to me that uh, we could. Uh, we could nominate her uh, and then recommend to the board that um, as soon as she's turns eighteen that it come to you know that they take a vote on it. So we don't have to wait for us to come back again and officially nominate her. It's the board's
8: it's the board's pleasure, but the language is that the membership is open, open to registered voters. Um, you know, whenever you start going down uh, interpretation, and and you know trying to work around something i'm just concerned that there might be some some you know might create a vulnerability to our ultimate nomination or membership that's my only concern um but you know again it's you know i advise and you
5: decide
7: (laughs) Uh, your thought
5: i think this is fine and we should just I think there are other things that we should be spending our time on. However, because it's going to be April before we know it. And if it's possible, Ms. Hensler, it would be terrific if you would come and be present for the meetings in the interim. That would be great.
13: Um, yes, of course, I'd be happy to. I can also go to any uh, Board of Supervisor meetings uh, that I might be needed at to you know, present my case and give some context. Um, I also want to note that uh, I can, send, uh, Commissioner Singer, I can also like send you a copy of my resume. I remember there was some discussion of that earlier. If you want to send it to everyone, I have it on, I have it on my phone so I can,
1: if you can put that way. Um, I think we have, you submitted it with your application. Yeah. So we have access to it. Thank you. That won't be necessary.
13: Okay, great. I just wanted to make things easier if possible. But, I just wonder if we
1: couldn't, as a commission say to the board of supervisors, uh, please nominate this person as soon as it is legally feasible so that if they have a meeting after Ms. Hensler's 18th birthday, but before our next meeting, they would be able to nominate her and we would move forward. I,
7: I agree. I think it's within the um, within the spirit of uh, of cooperation with the board and of moving things forward um i i don't anticipate a problem i suppose that if somebody wanted to go after ms Hinsler that that would create a vulnerability but somehow i don't think that's very likely i think what's a lot more likely is it will be another month delay when we could have got her on earlier so i'm in favor of that uh, we don't have a motion on the floor to that yet but um unless you want to make one uh,
1: if if we're ready and there, well, if the, if if the president is ready to consider such a motion, I'm happy to make it.
7: it. I believe it's helpful when you have a motion so that there's something specific to talk about. Okay, it, so, you know, so
1: so I move that that we recommend to the board of supervisors that they nominate Ms. Hensler as soon so as you
8: nominate. Oh, you we
1: nominate that. Okay. Uh, do we have power to, but we have, do we have power to make recommendations to the board of supervisors outside of? Yes. Outside of whatever is explicitly mentioned in the.
7: We're, we're, an, adv- we're an advisory body. For we're those.
1: an advisory body. So I, uh, oh, I see you're saying we need to, she needs to be nominated by us and then approved by them. Or are they, can they, okay. Uh, I, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. um, I move that we, we advise. uh, Yeah.
7: Okay.
1: What the heck I move that we nominate Ms. Hensler for membership on this commission as soon as she is a registered voter. Okay.
16: That's my motion. Do we have a second? I second that. And uh, I just want to confirm with County Council uh, that there's no language in the statute that says that we can't nominate someone who we anticipate will be a registered voter. Is that right? That you
8: can't nominate somebody who you anticipate will be a registered voter? Right, who is it was not yet a registered voter, but will be in the near future. Right. There's no language yeah. in the statute that prohibits So that's correct. That. And okay, I, you know, I would say that the board cannot act on your nomination, right. To that. Yeah. she's right there. Yeah, we fine. understand
7: that that's why we're trying to put a, yeah. it. So
16: I, I, I want to be really clear about that. So yes, I absolutely second that motion.
7: Okay, is there any further discussion on the motion?
2: Yeah, could you just repeat that motion again?
1: Thanks. Uh, I, I, the motion is that we nominate Ms. Hensler for membership on this commission. Uh, and uh, actually, I think actually, that's the simple motion, right? sorry. Again, uh, to, 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 here. to What
7: was the motion? <laughs> I think the motion that you made was, if I remember correctly, was that we nominate um, Ms. Hensler um, for this commission, um, but understand that the board of supervisors cannot take action until she is uh, 18. A registered voter. So she's a registered voter. That
1: sounds good to me. So we nominate Ms. Hensler for the commission. And with the understanding that the board cannot take action, the Board of Supervisors cannot take action on that nomination until she
7: is a registered voter. Okay, is there any uh, more discussion on this item? Hearing none, um, in this case, I think it might be good, Clerk, if you could uh, repeat the motion. Yeah, there was. Uh, Second was Ramon. Um, So the motion was made by Singer, seconded by Ramon. Do you wanna read it back to make sure we got it right? So the
0: motion to nominate Ms. Hensler to be recommended to the board as soon as she's a registered voter, correct?
7: It's to that we're nominating Ms. Hensler for a position on this commission. Uh, maybe you take it off minutes, maybe off of recordings. So it's not that big. Okay. Um, so we're fine then. Sorry. I've seen other commissions where the clerk got it wrong and then says, oh, my God. Right. Um, so, um, Okay. So then, it's so it's there's a meeting record of this. I think everybody knows what it is. Um, So if there's no objections, let's take a roll call vote. Uh, Wait, there. I see see a questioning look on your face. I just want to be
5: sure. -hmm. I just want to be sure that this is viewed as uh, comporting with the regulation. That's all. I was just highlighting
8: the risk. Is all you know? I, I mean, risk might even be too strong of a word, but the legal issue.
5: Um, Is there a leak? Do you, are you our legal counsel for the purpose of this meeting? Right. Okay. Do you view there being a legal risk with the motion that's been made?
4: Which, you know, I
8: think, you know, I think that, you know, it's not as clean as, as maybe we would all like, uh, because she's not a registered voter. But if the board waits until she becomes a registered voter, then that should hopefully cure any potential defects. Thank you,
0: thank you.
7: Okay, uh, clerk, can you call the roll, please?
0: All right. Motion to nominate Miss Hensler to the commission, um, um, made by Commissioner Singer, seconded, seconded by Commissioner Ramon. Um, uh, Vice President Valentine? Aye. Commissioner Singer? Aye. Uh, Commissioner Butler? Uh, but- Butter? Excuse me. Aye. Commissioner Ramon? Aye. Commissioner Henderson? Aye. President Lindsay? Aye.
1: Congratulations, Ms. Hensler.
0: The vote is unanimous.
7: Well, well, congratulations for being nominated.
1: Congratulations on your nomination uh, pending your becoming a registered voter.
7: <laughs> um, I, I think it's likely that the Board of Supervisors will appoint these people, but they can choose to do whatever the heck they want. They're the bosses. So, you know, we're just making a recommendation to them. Um, so it's not done until it's done, right? Um, I want to thank the subcommittee. Um, Commissioners Singer and Ramon for some really excellent work that helped move us forward. So um, in terms of next steps, somebody would, we started to talk about next steps. Um, So uh, on this item. So um, was it, I I don't remember.
1: Yes. Um, So the uh, suggestion for next steps would be that this commission asked the registrar of voters to um, use social media and any uh, other outreach tools that they have that might be appropriate to put out a message that we are looking for a member of this, for uh, one more member of this commission and to invite applications.
3: Is there a second of that motion or was that, was that a motion? Or it, was. it
1: wasn't a motion and I believe Mr.
3: Dupree has. Yeah. Uh, so just to point out to the commission that all of the advertising has been handled by uh, supervisor, Carson's office. Okay. Um,
8: well, the, application process.
3: the application process has been handled through the supervisor's office. So uh, we may have to coordinate with uh, the supervisor's office to understand how they would also like to handle outreach.
8: And uh, as a Brown Act matter, you know, I, I'm a little uncomfortable with you taking an action. I'm not sure if it fits under the report. That's, That's what definitely. I was thinking. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's okay maybe to agendize it. Um, that might be a cleaner.
1: Um, um, or, or it is, it is part to, of the... Rep- the subcommittee can reach out so, to. so that might be a way to do it too. Um, if the commission wants to charge the subcommittee, with working with the Registrar of Voters to advertise the uh, final seat and to ask for applications. Just a
8: point of clarification: What was the the initial charge to the subcommittee? Uh, the I mean, initial that charge, that as a, interpreted as as you know, including that action.
7: Yeah, it was to uh, it was to do it was basically I don't remember the exact wording. But it was basically um, to do some research and come back to us with some potential nominations, Uh, in particular for the people that had previously applied. But I don't think it specifically restricted it to that set. It it, it did not. Uh, The minutes are, are, are fairly
16: clear to review the applications already received and generate more applications from impacted communities. So under that language, we were charged.
7: And I think the charge remains, because we did not say that this was a subcommittee that was only to serve for one Month. Um, yeah. What's well, that? Exactly.
1: So, so my question is whether um, Commissioner Ramon and I, as the subcommittee, can work with Mr. Dupuy on and and uh, Commissioner and and the Board of Supervisors staff on advertising, or if that needs an action of the Commission to empower us to actually implement.
8: yeah, so I think the language encompasses what you're talking about as I'm reading it, unless you know you're planning on something
2: that,
1: sure. <laughs> that, Great. Uh, okay, so here, if I... but,
8: but what, what Commissioner Ramon just read um, seems to yeah, it, it, it's it's permissive. That, yeah, yeah,
16: it's permissive language that's broader in scope uh, than what what I think you're uh, envisioning. Uh, and it does give, give us pr- uh, permission, uh, I believe, to go to um, Supervisor uh, Supervisor Carson's office, coordinate with them as they were initially in charge of the outreach effort, and then um, ask if it's appropriate to, through, uh, uh, through his office to reach out to the registrar of voters for additional outreach, only to bolster our efforts to cast a wider net to get the best applicant pool possible.
7: Yes. um, And for anybody, um, I'm just kind of conscious of all the people that may be watching why, why is supervisor Carson's office doing it? It's because um, this was his motion uh, and he has staff available and interested in working on this. Um, And so it's just to kind of get it done type thing. Um, You know, uh, the registrar (laughs) has an election in their face right now. Um, So I'm not sure they're looking for additional work items, Um, but it might not be too much work to to do some social media posts and with with links, you know. Um, But I think that the subcommittee can perhaps talk with the registrar's office uh, about how they can how they can assist with this, along with um, Amy Shrago from Carson's office has been sort of um, you might remember her. She was at the last meeting, Um, so I. I don't think we actually need a motion on this. Right. I, th- I think you're empowered to just continue your work, um, and um, I'm really eager to see what happens uh, with an NAACP rep, frankly. Um, but that may that may come in that may come in via um, uh, uh, Supervisor Miley's office, but we have no control over that. Um, and I'm sort of hoping that one of these folk will, will be a conservative also. Uh, and I think that might be just based on some clues. So that would be great. Um, so, all right. Is there anything else on item F report from the subcommittee? I think we're kind of done with it. Yes. All right. So I just want to clarify something, uh, because of the Brown act, if something isn't on an agenda, we cannot discuss it. Uh, we just can't, um, it's a violation of state law if we did, but, uh, Commonly, there is um, a, an agenda item which says where people can request future agenda items. Um, that's not on here either. So, um, there's an exception to the Brown Act where
8: you can request that something be put on the agenda. Even if it's not on the agenda.
7: Right. Okay.
8: <laughs> but you can discuss it, you can only request that if you don't.
7: Okay, and and um, should we and then should we do that now or after item G? That's your board's pleasure. L- l- then let's do it now. So um, I will be taking notes, and I don't know if somebody else can also take notes on this. Um, and this could be a long item, so I'm just going to ask this. Sorry, just for my memory. Yeah. Wasn't there some discussion about
8: agenda items going through the? president? Yes. So so why would you, so
7: I guess the question is, you know, I don't know if you would transparency. Okay. Um, so that everybody who's watching this and it's in the minutes as to what things are of interest. And if something is not mentioned, that's of interest to somebody, they can bring it forward. So that's the main thing. There might be other ways to do it transparently, uh, such as publishing a, a document or something of, you know, um, but what I was going to propose to keep it brief is that everybody think of two and no more than two items, right, for right now, um, and that we record those and then move on. And anything else you can you can email. Yeah, to so me. this is sounding more like an agenda item to
8: me oh. <laughs> when you start talking, you know, about this discussion. and
7: No, no, no I, discussion. I, I mean, I think the way... No, no, the way, no, no, discussion. no, no, no,
8: no, oh, let, okay. me, let, me, let me finish. So sorry, the way sorry. the Brown Act, as I read it, I'll have to reread it but mm-hmm. this hasn't come up, uh, but, you know, something spontaneously coming up. And, oh, oh well, let's get that on the agenda. You know, there's some you know, there's some movement for that, but to have an item and there is a discussion, (laughs) there is a discussion when you start talking and you're all together, that's a discussion. And so if you start, you know, let's get two items, let's get, you know, the public's not able to chime in on that. Um, so, so it gets a little, it gets me more nervous. Um, so, you know, maybe we can put something on the agenda for future agenda items.
7: Okay. Um, So I I guess there's no point to belaboring this. It's, It's a fairly minor point. So, um, so then, people can email me with with proposed agenda items between meetings. Um, that's certainly allowed, um, and um, I don't mind if my mail is everywhere in the world anyway. Um, so it's a uh, uh, Jim at Jerrel J I M, and I'm, I'm I'm well aware that the public can hear this. It's okay, uh, J I M at Jerrel J E R E L dot com. I'm have to say to the public that um, that the agenda agenda items that are proposed by commissioners or by the staff uh, or by or by staff registrar voter staff or by uh, staff from the board of Supervisors are going to be the ones that get much much higher priority than Lord knows what we might get you know, from just somebody who has a miscellaneous idea or a hundred of them. So if you can, you're more likely to get your item agendized if you can get a a commissioner to ask for it to be agendized just so we can manage this because otherwise we're going to have 500 items on a list. Um, Yeah.
4: A
5: couple of things. One, I think just, first of all, I think it's appropriate for us to be able to take a minute to express what we would like to see on the next agenda. Spontaneously said that. Yep.
7: Uh,
5: and uh, <laughs> I think that mentioning something doesn't guarantee it's going to be on it, and that goes for the public. But I also think it's we can try. We can always change our mind if it's not working in the future. But I think it's worth letting people say what they want included because.
7: What I heard is if you spontaneously say you want something, that's okay. But if we like, okay, okay, so,
5: so yeah, yeah. we can, we can confirm later, but I, I, we can
7: spontaneously. I want to,
5: I want to say here, I sent an email in response to the email that the commissioners got about this meeting on Tuesday morning with some very specific questions that were totally reasonable. such as requesting information on who is gonna be nominated, uh, asking when you were going to brief us on the Brown Act and this, these things that you refer to, and I didn't get a reply. And I'm sure there's a good reason, which is fine, but I would like to know for all of us going forward, if we, if we, communi- we need to have someone to communicate with and we need to know when we're gonna hear back and it needs to be within 48 hours, if not 24 hours, at least an acknowledgement that you got the message. So what's the? I would like to know what the plan well, is for that going forward, or put it on the. Let me answer that agenda next time, yeah.
7: So agendas are typically made by staff, which is probably Noe if they're around. I don't know, uh, along with the president. But the way when I when I'm when I'm in charge of a commission, I always in, in involve the vice chair or vice president. So basically, it would be you, me, and a staff person, probably Noe, and together we make the agenda.
5: I'm not asking great and no. that's useful. And that's not what I'm asking oh. about. I'm not asking about how the agenda gets made. I just had a couple of simple questions. And so I, we need, there should be a process where if commission the commissioners have a staff person to communicate with, there needs to be more than one person on the email in case someone's sick and you, someone's got to reply, particularly if it's a simple question and we're trying to be prepared for the next one of these meetings. So we don't waste our or your time. So I don't know when the right time is to figure out what that process is. Maybe it's on at the next meeting.
7: I'll put it down as a requested agenda item, responsiveness. Thank you.
5: And the other thing that I'm spontaneously mentioning is I think there's supposed to be training on, um, you know, again, the Brown Act, the Voter's Choice Act, the role of this, blah, blah, blah. There's a list of stuff. I thought there was no mention of it at the last meeting. There's been, it's not on the agenda for this meeting. When's that going to happen? Because we obviously need it.
8: We'll, 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 we'll agendize it. Great. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you know, I think one part of the issue is we lost the president and vice president. So that was oh. a big gap in the communications. Um, you know, I don't know if there's a staff person assigned to... Oh, it's not knowing? I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. You know, um, but I think...
5: But Mr. You know, Dupuis was the on, on the email that I sent.
8: President, the other thing about email that I just want to say yeah. is, you know, you can run afoul of the Brown Act pretty quick with that, so you, you do have to be careful uh, with email. I like your approach of, uh, you know, everyone going to you, but, you know, you do have to be
7: careful. Oh, people haven't been trained about. on the Brown Act yet. Yeah. We don't even have each other's email addresses, so. My,
8: the final you know, question, the yeah. final point I'd make on the Brown Act is, um, you know, I wonder if it's better to wait until we have a full commission, otherwise, no. otherwise, no. well, hold on, we're going to have seven, or how many do we have, six, seven? And then we're gonna have maybe six or seven more, and then we're gonna have to do it again. Yeah,
5: Yeah. that's
8: right.
7: So you want this is ridiculous. It's it's, it's the commissions. However, you got you guys right now. We're discussing. We're discussing. We're actually violating the Brown Act in a minor way and not intentionally by having a discussion on this. So we'll talk later about what. what, what,
6: Well, if I could just add, if, if if in the meantime you'd like to research the Brown Act, the League of California Cities has an excellent guide for the Brown Act. And it it provides you with the details. Also, I recall there was AB twelve thirty four training required of us. Is is that accurate? What? No.
8: I'll have to look. I mean, the, you know, the AB twelve thirty four training. Um, I
6: don't know if it extends to commissions. Okay. Because um, I thought today I signed the one of the letters and I saw it mentioned that it, maybe it was you know, the f- maybe the box wasn't checked. I'm sorry. That's a sexual harassment. Okay, but again, the League of California Cities has an excellent resource on the Brown Act so you can read rather than accessing the entire document. It's pretty digestible.
7: I want to remind people they can just email me stuff they would like to be on the agenda. Um, But if anybody else spontaneously wants to speak, go ahead. Yes.
2: Hi, this is Susan. Um, I was just wondering, I know that part of our purview the reason the commission was created was oversight of the Registrar of Voter's Office. So I'm wondering if we can going to have a standing report or ask for specific reports on activities like the, the voter, you know, education and outreach at meetings.
7: Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have to figure that out. This is a new commission. We're going to have to figure this stuff out. Certainly. Um, you know, getting the election plan out to everybody so they can review it uh, would, would make a lot of sense. Or or I don't know if it's 700 pages or if it's, you know, 70 pages or whatever. So maybe a PDF as opposed to paper. Um, but um, the election plan for the March election and um, you know, would, would make a lot of sense. But again, that's not in the agenda. <laughs> we have to, we can agendize it, right? You know, what kind of things we're going to ask for and when. And, and we have to be cognizant of the fact that that, that we don't have any staff that's working for us. We cannot order any staff to do anything. We can only suggest it and hope that we have a mutual agreement.
1: I would like to put on the agenda I hope for the next meeting to review any and all plans that the ROV has already as part of the process. Um, and for that, it would be very helpful to have those plans perhaps two weeks in advance of the next meeting, not, uh, so to be clear, this agenda item would not be a request of the ROV to create new plans, but simply that the agenda item would be to review any and all plans that are currently uh, documents of planning um, that the ROV has concerning the election process
7: writ large. Any other, Spontaneous uh, uh, requests, Other, otherwise they can be emailed. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I
1: would like to repeat my request from last meeting that um, at some point, and this is not time critical, but that at some point uh, we have a discussion of the fact that in Alameda County, the registrar of voters uh, and the head of IT, I may have the titles exactly, you know, not exactly right, but that Mr. Dupuis is, is doing two jobs that in a county of this size normally is done by two different people. Um, and while I don't think we need to have this, you know, before <laughs> the the upcoming election, um, I, I do think we should have it, you know, fairly soon. Okay, uh, It's a major issue and we should get it on the agenda to start looking into it.
7: It's on the list.
1: Awesome, thank you.
5: Just so I understand process, because I'm going to be interested in how to, if there's any way to like expedite this, these, the way we run these meetings in the future, when we ask to, and this isn't specific to any topic, just generally, if we are, if we decide to put something on a future agenda, like for the next month, and it would be served by getting information from the Registrar of Voters before that time. Is that possible? Are we able to communicate with you and request, for example, the election plan in anticipation of it being on the agenda? Or do we have to wait? So, uh, you know what I mean? You know, I
8: think that's a Registrar of Voters resource issue. Um, as Commissioner, Lynn, I mean, all that Tim answered, but you know, if we're if the ROV is conducting the election coming up in March 5th, or canvassing to meet the 30-day deadline, you know, I, I think his resources, I'm going to assume, are pretty strained. Um, but you know, so it's it's it, it's
3: hard for me to give an answer, and and I would defer to, to the ROV. Well, I'm not. Sh- I'm, I want to make sure you're answering the the question. I think I'm hearing is. If it's an item that hasn't been in front of the public that they plan to put on a future agenda, can they request those that information ahead of time okay. from the registrar in anticipation of having it on the agenda? Is of- that what you're
8: asking? Yeah. So again, that you know, it's hard to answer a question in, in a vacuum like that. I mean, drafts are generally not public records. So if it's in draft form, I would say no, because once you share it, it's a public record
5: okay but then you wouldn't be sharing it at the meeting either so i'm not talking about a draft it could be a final
8: and it could be final by the time
5: the meeting okay but that's the difference between sharing a draft or a final i'm not i'm not requesting i'm not suggesting that you would share anything that's not public or that you wouldn't you know what i mean so if it's a final draft i mean if it's excuse me if it's a final document of any kind, it, this isn't necessarily yeah, I mean, it's
8: hard to answer to that, that, that in a vacuum, you know. Um, um, may, may, may,
7: may, yeah, I, okay. So what I think we should do is we should make the agenda pretty early in the month, like within a week from today, have the draft agenda in that draft, So that gives staff plenty of time. If it's an existing document, yeah, then I imagine that would be fairly trivial it's an existing public document that God knows where on the website or even not on a website, but you know, we have rights to it. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, then I don't think that's going to be a problem. If we're asking the registrar and his staff to do a bunch of work and pull together data and stuff like that. Yeah, I understand. That's a different ball game and it's just, that's going to be a tricky business where he has every right and responsibility to push back and say, well, given staffing, uh, you know, we could have that for you in six months, uh, you know, and we've got an like, you know, sure. um, but I, I think if it's an existing item, I don't think it's going to be a problem. And the thing is, though, that we got to get the agenda done early in the month. A lot of times people wait until three days before the mandated deadline, and then there's, then you're just rushing everything. And it's you know, um, yeah.
1: So I have a question about um, what you, uh, the mention of public documents. So did I... Do I understand you to be saying that the only election documents that the commission can look at are public documents? Is there no provision for review of election plans that perhaps are not public documents? Um, there's a lot of concern about security, am um, security, security of elections in general. Um, I, it's my experience with election administration that there, uh, can be plans in place that in fact are not public documents. Um, do I understand correctly that as a commission, we cannot see those.
8: So again, you know, I'm very nervous with answering a question in a vacuum. What I can say is the ordinance and I'll have a look again, but the ordinance doesn't have any exception where. If the ROV gives you a document, it's it remains private or protected or privileged. So because of that, if the ROV gives you a document, it becomes public. So we have to be very careful, you know,
7: in that sense. Uh, I mean, with with a um, with the top body, the board of supervisors, in this case, they can meet in closed session. I've never heard of a commission that met in closed session. Um, and uh, and if we were to try to do something like that, I think we would start running into all sorts of other state laws. Um, so I don't see us meeting in closed session. So therefore we're only going to see public stuff. We're, we're a public body. Um, so you would you'd require probably board of supervisors um, would have to say, you know, th- they, they might form a special group of experts that are reporting maybe a county administrator or something. I don't know how the heck you okay. he would do that, you know, but yeah, pretty much anything we get should, it to be public.
1: Thank you. That's very helpful to know. Yeah.
7: All right. Uh, we should really get to the public comment on non-agenda items, if that's okay. Um, all right.
0: All right, uh, will Will Hunter Cobb, please come up to the podium, please. Give me one second. I'll probably oh, give me one second. Oops. Uh, he doesn't have the timer
7: ready yet, so just hang on for one second, okay?
0: All right, please turn on your mic Press the button on the right
18: okay um, first of all I just got to say something's got to be done about the sound quality I mean sitting over there it was an incredible strain to hear what was going on and I don't know if it's a violation of the Brown Act because for people not to be able to hear but it's really something's got to be done for the next meeting um, now um in terms of appointing somebody else to the commission, uh, I know someone who who applied to to be a commissioner, and I think he fills all the boxes. I mean, checks all the boxes. He's he's a senior citizen. He's a retired engineer. He knows all kinds of stuff about elections. He's done a lot of research. He, he knows. Um, you know he's observed in in elections here in alameda county multiple times um and he's he's a conservative he's a Repu- registered republican and so if you want to have a token republican on your commission that'd be a great great person to have on your commission uh and he's a nice guy you know he's john guerrero um i think you should make make an, a determined effort to get him on the commission um it. it's it, 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 it would be a real asset. So I just want to point that out. I don't know why he's hasn't been brought up or why I don't know why he's not sitting here today. Um, but anyway, I want to say that and just one other thing I wanted to bring up, um, uh, Santa Clara County, I understand just did a, um, you know, what do you call it? A, a, a cleanup of their voter rolls and, 200,000 people were deleted uh, from their voter rolls. Now, that's a lot, 200,000 in Santa Clara County.
0: Thank you. uh, The two minutes is up. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, sir.
7: Um, The, uh, uh, by the way, just to clarify, uh, no, no public speaker can demand information from any commissioner or any staff person.
3: They can ask, but they don't have to be answered. You can choose to answer if you want. But... Uh, no, just a point of order. Yeah. Uh, technically a co- conversation about uh, item F, you know, right? members of on the, for the subcommittee.
7: That's a good point. So we're now doing not uh, items that are not on the agenda. Um, so that, that's, that's true. Um, I'd like to refer to staff, the issue of sound quality, which somebody also mentioned last time, and if we can please get that fixed for next time, that would be really, really, really good. Um, next person, please.
0: Thank you, Mr. All right. Online speaker, Jackie, please introduce yourself.
10: Thank you, Jackie Cota, uh, Chair of ITACA. Uh, congratulations to Commissioner Lindsey and Valentine, uh, v- VP Lindsey, and uh, I'm sorry, President Lindsey and VP Valentine. Uh, you-
0: please, uh, can you speak up please? I
10: don't know if it's a sound. Can you hear me now? It's not very um, well. I think that might be a
8: oh.
10: Oh. Hello, can you hear me? I mean, I'm speaking right into the speaker, hello?
0: Uh, give me one second, I'll reset the timer for you. Uh, so go ahead and uh, can you speak up, please, Jackie?
10: Sure, I'll try. Um, my speaker's as loud as it can go. Um, congratulations to Commissioner Vice President Lindsay and uh, I'm sorry, President Lindsay and Vice President Valentine. We anticipate the productive collaborative moving uh, forward, however, it's imperative to address the current format, which limits public engagement by not allowing input on agenda items specifics until after commission discussion these nominations tonight were never agendized for public comp to comment on, therefore we reject the nominations tonight as a violation of the Brown Act. Please correct the action. With that being said, now I must address a few things. To maintain professionalism, the commission must prioritize substance over political optics. The recommendation of two more RCV proponents raises concerns, potentially sidelining broader perspectives, and it is loud and clear you have zero Republican representation included on the commission. We, the people, will be speaking at the Board of Supervisors to pass on these nominations. With all due respect to Ms. Hensler's suggestion to be on the commission, it is not a good fit according to the work that needs to be done to expedite transparency within this ROV. This should be a professional commission, not a political front for image and appearance. Since we are recommending applicants tonight, we the public would like to nominate someone who would fulfill all the boxes more so needing to be filled in this addition to this commission and inclusion on the commission demands individuals with a proven track record. Someone such as an experienced engineer person of color and dedicated election volunteer offering valuable insights to expedite transparency within the ROV. We, the public reject the nomination of Ms. Hensler with all due respect. We also speak to this on the Board of Supervisors agenda. Please make these meetings going forward more inclusive of the public to speak to the agenda items as they are covered. We need comments on agenda items after each agenda. Thank you, Jackie. Next person. All right, um, Pedro
7: Hernandez.
0: Please come up to the podium.
9: Hi again, Beather Hernandez. I'm with uh, California Common Cause. Thank you again. Uh, Congratulations, Uh, uh, President Lindsay, Vice President Zavare. There's not chair, right? It's yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Uh, I look forward to your leadership for these meetings. Um, I would like to suggest two possible um, things for your meetings going forward. Uh, And these are things that I've seen work well in other jurisdictions that have commissions. One is a standing uh, uh, agenda item for, um, you know, the election administrators kind of report on updates on what is happening in terms of, Uh, the election plan. Uh, There is a public uh, uh, election administration plan because it is a voter choice county, which is on the Secretary of State's website that you can find. But it would be good uh, to kind of let the public know uh, what activities the ROV is thinking about in terms of rolling out the 2024 election for the primary and for the November election. The other kind of standing informational item i might suggest is one on generally review of the election administration plan in general so
7: the last sentence could you repeat it please
9: uh, yeah a uh, review of the election administration plan thank you and that's it and you know things will come up later so I'll, i look forward to communicating with you all and thank
0: you again Thank you um online speaker john
11: guerrero uh, just said uh, yeah, john guerrero here can you hear me fine
0: uh give me give us one second we're having technical
11: difficulty yeah same thing happened at the board of Can you hear me fine?
0: There you go. I can Hear you. Your time starts okay, now.
11: All right. Um, I have to agree that the, the nominations, the the people who were nominated today and voted on, were not on the agenda. The public had no input as to those uh, to the no- nominees, and so I I truly believe that that vote is invalid. We can't bring that forward because we we will have a lot of. Uh, Comments that you hear here today. Now, this different subject is we got this is crunch time. We've got an election that's coming up. They're mailing out ballots on uh, beginning of February, I believe the February fifth. Those voters that they're sending those ballots to have to be checked, as Hunter Cobb said. Alameda, uh, Santa Clara County had a, a voter roll list of about a million. They found 200,000, 20% of them had to be taken off. Now, Alameda County is about that much, about 900,000. So we need to make sure that that voter roll is clear, clean before they mail the ballots out. And that's happening here within a week or two. Now, I think that uh, you should set up a subcommittee to look into this and also a subcommittee because uh, that can meet. And probably start, you know, figuring out how they're going to monitor, you know, observe this election. The uh, Secretary of State has draft has draft uh, regu- uh, regulations in place. You can get it off the Secretary of State website, and it has regulations for observers. And in there, it does state, you know, fifteen zero zero four and fifteen one zero four access, and that says all phases, any and all phases of the election should be observed. So I think you should set that up and you should have more meetings and you should get going, okay? Thank you.
7: Thank you, sir. Next person.
0: Online speaker, Stephen Hill. Please unmute yourself.
19: Can you hear me? Yes. Great. well, congratulations, commissioners. Uh, you're really in the thick of it already. and congratulations to uh, President Lindsay and Vice President Valentine. Um, there's been discussion about uh, the um, or, or the election plan, and what I want to point out is that the law requires you as an elections commission to review the registrar's election plan before the election. And the law also requires you to have a post-election assessment of that plan and then report that to the Board of Supervisors. So I, I'm reading from the law, it says, the commission shall play an oversight role for the registrar of voters. Doesn't it doesn't say may or can, it says shall. So you you must do this. And, and uh, uh, subsection E says um, an advisory role with respect to, uh, excuse me, I messed that up. The commission shall play an oversight role for the registrar of voters with respect to Subsection E, reviewing election plans drafted by the Registrar of Voters and conducting a post-election manual audit. So, And that, of course, implies that the Registrar must give you that election plan in advance. So at your next election in February, you must review the Registrar of Voters election plan. And that plan has to be available by then. He's got an election to run, so it must already be set. And it's a, it's supposed to be a public document. That's something that you are required by the ordinance to do. And there really isn't a way to get out of that. It's unfortunate that you lost some time um, as a result of uh, the president, and vice president stepping down, but nevertheless, you're in crunch time. You have to do this next month. The registrar must of course send that to you well before that meeting, because you can't certainly reasonably be expected to review a plan that you've only received on the very night that you are reviewing it. So the registrar's plan must already be ready it's something that he should be sending to you within a week or so, so that you have time to review it. Thank you.
7: Thank you, Mr. Hill. Next person.
0: Online speaker. Online speaker, Steve Chesson, Uh, please unmute yourself.
17: Cannot hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes, my name is Steve Chesson. I'm president of Californians for Electoral Reform. My congratulations to the commission and especially to its president and vice president. I wanted to compare the contract that Alameda County has with Dominion Voting Systems with the contracts that San Francisco and Santa Clara County have with Dominion. Those two counties attached their contracts to the respective Board of Supervisors' agenda items where those contracts were approved, making it relatively easy to find those contracts on their respective websites. However, Alameda County's Dominion contract was not attached to the Alameda County Board of Supervisors' agenda item where they approved it. It was only referenced by a procurement procurement contract number, and I was unable to find it via a search of the Alameda County website. So on January 2nd of this year, I filed a public records request with the General Services Agency of Alameda County via their website to ask for a copy of the contract. They promptly responded the very next day, saying that they didn't have a copy and forwarded my request to Cynthia Corneo in the Registrar of Voters Office.
0: Excuse me, Stephen, I have to put you on hold really quick. Um, Looks like the timer stopped for some reason. Give me one second.
17: Let me know when I can continue speaking.
0: All right, go ahead.
17: All right. Um, Anyway, um, on January 2nd of this year, I filed a public records request with the General Services Agency of Alameda County via their website to ask for a copy of the contract. They promptly responded the very next day saying that they didn't have a copy and forwarded my request to Cynthia Cornejo in the Registrar Voter's Office. As it's been more than 10 days since I made that original request, today I emailed Ms. Cornejo as to the status of my request, and I hope to hear from her very soon. I'll let you know at a subsequent Elections Commission meeting if I've heard from her or from someone in that office and how they responded. If I don't get a meaningful response from their office, I may need to ask you for your help. I appreciate your giving me this time to bring this matter to your attention. Thank you very much.
7: I'd like to refer that item to staff for follow-up. Is that okay? Thank you.
0: All right, next speaker, Mindy Pechenuk. Please unmute yourself.
14: Hi, this is Mindy Pechenuk again uh, from Oakland. And uh, since Jackie Cota's. Uh, You were having all these technical difficulties, I endorse what she said, Hunter and John, and I'm going to finish what Jackie was going to say. She said, otherwise the public is left out of your discussion, or you need to establish subcommittees to address serious timely election issues. And Vice President Valentine and President Lindsay, please prioritize the items that were forwarded to you and to Noah, Noah, from the ROV's office, who was supposed to forward it to the rest of the board. The rest of the board for future agenda items and matters to be addressed. I received no confirmation of receipt of my submission. Also, please establish uh, a communication avenue for the public to contact that is accessible to the public and to the county website. Thank you. Uh, Again, we look forward to working with you and email Jackie Coda back. She forwarded you the email with her message. So, Uh, as matters that need to be addressed and prioritized. And I would say uh, also from uh, directly, you need to appoint somebody to this commission who is qualified to actually know what's going on inside the elections. And that's why I do support John Guerrero to be put on this commission. This is not a game. This is seriousness and it's not political, pat you on the back, I pat you on the back time. This is time for people to stand up for the principles of this country and ensure elections. And right now, uh, you need John Guerrero who actually has the mastery. I'm all for young people, but young people have not lived through and known how to do this work. So I urge you to make some serious decisions and to respond to Jackie Cota and allow her to have the time to finish. I reeled the rest of my time.
0: Thank you. Online speaker, Gerald Pichnick.
15: Yes. You okay. Can I be heard okay? Yes. Okay. So uh, I want to comment that what people have reported, Mr. Chesson, and also before him, Mr. Hill, I think is very, very important. And I'll put it very succinctly. I I was down at least a dozen times to do election observation and Miss Cornejo accompanied us at various times, and we asked her questions about what we saw, which we thought were violations, and she said, you'll get an answer. Bottom line, we never, ever, ever got an answer. So when Mr. Hill said, and although I disagree with him about ranked choice voting, I agree with him, this plan has got to be out there so that it can be reviewed. This is not the Pelosi plan, you know, read it after its law, and then you'll find out about it after, you know, a post hoc propter hoc, you'll find out later. So the timely uh, uh, provision of this plan, which is Mr. Dupuy's responsibility, and you are overseeing, you are over Mr. Dupuy not under Mr. Dupuis, you are overseeing Mr. Dupuis, gives us, the public, a chance to get our questions answered. But you, the election commission, you have a responsibility to the public, very important, to make sure the public has access and that observers can observe. There's nothing more frustrating than spending hours and hours and standing 30 feet away from what you're supposed to be observing, and you can't see a thing. So I'm asking all of you on the commission to make that sacred commitment to the public and to the law. Thank you.
7: Thank you, sir. Next speaker.
0: Patricia Beebe, please unmute yourself. You got two minutes
10: i just had a a real simple suggestion um i was going to make the suggestion that maybe y'all can find it in your budget to get an outside third party vendor for i.t support for these meetings so the it, it's clear the county department of i.t can't seem to uh guarantee the public uh, a strong internet connection or i don't know something's going on there but um Let's see who we can talk to about that. Maybe we should bring that up at the Board of Supervisors meetings. Um, Not sure how much it would cost to get an IT department who could actually perform for the public so that they can take part in these meetings. Um, That's it. That's the only suggestion I have for you tonight. Have a great night.
0: Online speaker. Sydney Rocha, you have yes, thank
20: you. Hi, thank you, and uh, congratulations on the uh, president and the vice president. Um, I, I just have two, two suggestions that I respectfully make tonight, and that is uh, to impanel two subcommittees, one being a subcommittee to oversee or manage or what have you the cleaning up of the voter rolls. We have received nothing in the media as far as Alameda County having cleaned up voter rolls and how many defects they found and whatnot. Uh, the other sub subcommittee that I respectfully request that you and panel is um, a, a subcommittee to... Um, I mean, the, the voter rolls thing is really important. That has to happen before, before this coming election. Um, but also um, you should consider uh, impaneling, um a subcommittee to go over the uh, ele- the 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 elections plan. That's that that seems like it would be um, really important. But if if you're going to choose one over the other, the voter rolls is like paramount. That has to happen. there's, there's no excuse for that not happening so um that's pretty much all i had to say and i again it's, it's out of respect i know you have a lot on your plate but we do need to clean our voter rolls to get uh, voter confidence um, increased in our in our community thank you thank you next speaker
0: there are no public other public speakers okay
7: um So thank you to everybody who took their time to sit through the meeting and make comments. Um, We are on our last item, which is adjournment. Um, So uh, technically, you're supposed to have a motion to adjourn. I would like to do it that way. Uh, I move to adjourn. I'll second that motion. Okay. Uh, Does anybody object to that motion? Okay, by acclamation, we are adjourned.